Welcome to The Cindy Rushton Show. Encouraging, empowering, and equipping as you step into your calling and life purpose. Here is your hostess, Cindy Rushton. Hello, sweet friends. This is Cindy, and I want to welcome you to The Cindy Rushton Show. We will dig into today's topic in just a moment, but before we do, I just want to invite you guys to make sure to connect with me so you don't miss even one show. Yeah, you can connect with me either at your favorite podcast place. We are on just about everything, Apple Podcasts, we're on Audible, we're on uh, Stitcher, on and on and on. I hate to even leave any out because I appreciate that they have our show listed. So look us up, add us to your list of podcasts that you listen to regularly, and just don't miss a show. If you're already following me, why not leave me some feedback at your favorite place? That feedback helps us to grow as a show. And so please just do that today. If you want to make sure that you don't miss anything, like by getting a reminder each week, hey, just hop over to our website. You can find me, of course, at cindyrushton.com. You can find the show at thecindyrushtonshow.com. Of course, you can go to my website, cindyrushton.com, and you can click it right there at the top. You can connect to the show right there as well. Well, you guys, I am thrilled to be digging into the topic for today, mainly because this is a topic that I've just had to deal with personally myself. Yeah, I mean, you guys, I am right here in the trenches with you dealing with the same things that we all deal with when we are stepping into our calling, when we're living out our life purpose, when we are trying to move forward doing everything that God made us to be here and do. So this topic today is like really a raw topic. Yes, you saw the topic. It is resilient or stuck. (sighs) Okay, I'm going to just get really bare honest right here. Just this very past two months has been filled with so much change. Now, I know from studies that I've done in the past, I know the uh, the things that are life stressors, moving, um, sickness, death, um, changes in jobs, relational changes, whatever they may be. There's like this huge list of things that can be very difficult to overcome, to, to shift with, to change with. And yet we all face different things like this all the time. Not to mention the day in, day out stresses that each and every one of us go through. And if I were going to just say something, I believe this whole past year, everyone's had a certain amount of stress that has just been wrapped around the unknown, the uncertainties of what's going on politically or even with the pandemic. So you you see a lot of shifts, a lot of uncertainties, a lot of change. But in the middle of this, as entrepreneurs, as ministry leaders, as business leaders, we cannot allow ourselves to have long, long seasons of being stuck. 
No, we actually need to be the ones who are movers, who are shakers, who are history makers, who are the forerunners, who are the pioneers. And by the way, I am pretty much going to be assumptive in assuming that you are all of that right alongside of me. I don't know many people that can even want to be in this community or want to be in this group that aren't movers, shakers, history makers, pioneers, forerunners. Uh, that's just who we all are as a community. And it's who we all, uh, that's the kind of people we like to hang with, right? So I truly believe that God's plan for you and I is to not let ourselves get into the places of being stuck. However, wait, wait, before you think, oh, but Cindy, you don't know (laughs) how I've been. I've been a little stuck. Well, comfort of all comforts, so have I. Yes, yes, you heard me right, didn't you? When I think about asking myself the question of, am I resilient or am I stuck? Am I resilient? Am I bouncing back? Am I taking leaps? Am I willing to charge into the unknown? The truth is, I can have about so much that I do, and I'm like, woohoo, excited about it. But then there's a point where I start saying, whoa. And I start slowing down, and I start wanting to make sure I have my bearings. So let me just say this. I've said for a long time, I am a serial entrepreneur. I I say that like a serial killer, but no, no, no. I'm a serial killing the goals kind of girl. You know what I'm saying? I love catching vision. I love going out there into some of the unknown, being able to make a path. In fact, that's one of the reasons that I believe God has equipped me to be a coach is because I can see so much of that. And many times when I meet with clients, that is the first thing. It's like I have a clear vision for them and I can see that. And so we can work together to get where we're going. So that has been a gift that I have. However, I am like so many of you, I have my own lids, my own limits, my own areas where I pull back a bit and I find myself actually being stuck, uh uh-huh, instead of resilient. Let me share with you something real quick. Resilience is an ability to recover quickly. Yeah. It's an ability to recover quickly from illness, from change, from misfortune. It's like a buoyancy. It is that ability to be stretched, to be bent, to even be compressed, and yet snap back into position and be everything that it is by character or by property. It's that act of leaping and springing back it's it's that quality of rebounding yes so when we're talking about you being resilient we're talking about your capability of returning to your original shape or position after you've been pushed and pressed it's whether you're flexible it's whether you're able to recover readily like from misfortune or from a setback. It's that ability to be set up for a comeback versus being set back. It's that ability to be inclined 
to leap, to spring back, or to that, that inclination to be leaping and springing back, rebounding, no matter what hits you. Now, let me just pause because I happen to believe that so many of us, we have this basic capability, but what about when we're hit on every side? Or what about when things just keep coming one right after the other, after the other, after the other? Are you getting my drift here? That's where resilience shines, or it's where resilience is hidden and tucked away, (laughs) and we find ourselves stuck. How are you? How are you when the tough times hit? Are are you able to leap over those tough times? Are you able to plow through those tough times? Are you able to shift and to be flexible and adaptable and to pivot? And again, let me just say this. This is something I am personally asking myself today. This show is first for me. Yeah. Because I myself have been under so much transition the past couple months. I've had a move. I've had a shift in where I live. I had to make some big decisions pretty fast. Um, I had some health setbacks. At the same time, I was needing to be making decisions. And I was thinking, how on earth can I do all this when I'm not feeling well? In fact, I was in the hospital for two days. And there was a part of me that there were so many areas that were shifting and changing in a, at the same time. And then I was having crazy stuff happening. Like, for example, I went to get my oil changed. And then all of a sudden, like the next day, we noticed that my engine was leaking oil. It has never leaked oil. And here I was moved trying to figure out how can I balance my daily schedule and still get over there to let them take a look at my car and figure out what's going on with my car. And then even my normal mechanic, it was, uh, it was way over where he was way out of his comfort zone. So then I had to go to some friends for help to ask them, who do you recommend? Who is your favorite mechanic? And after, you know, getting counsel from several of my friends, I finally found a guy that is going to do the work. You guys, It's those little things like that. It was like when the car thing happened, that was where I found myself going, oh my goodness, change is one thing, but then problems and struggles and strife in the middle of it, wow. And again, did I mention I wasn't feeling good? I still am waiting on test results. That's the kind of stuff it takes for me to kind of get knocked down and to find that I'm not resilient. I'm assuming again being assumptive, that you and I have much in common here. So can you come back or does it send you spinning? For me, I feel like that when I am clear about my vision, that's when I'm cool with anything hitting from any side. But when I am not totally clear or when I'm not totally solid in it, that's when I am more likely to be kind of knocked off my balance. That is where I struggle a lot more with the obstacle of the changes or the obstacle of the crisis or the obstacle, the obstacle of the unknown. So 
here's what I see. I believe that we need to know what we want. I say that a lot, don't I? We need to know what we want. We need to be very clear that we are pressed in and asking God for what His vision is so we can see that really clear or as clear as possible, at least for the next step. And we need to really be honest with ourselves about how we're doing. And and that can mean, let me just be real honest about this myself. Don't you love how I use that word? That means that, okay, if I'm struggling, that's not the bad part. But it's whether I'm just letting defeat come into my life. And I'm letting the troubles start to get me into a place where I'm panicking or I am stuck. I'm not moving. I'm not progressing. I'm not keeping on. I'm not getting creative about it. That honesty inside myself, it forces one of two things. If I'm doing really good and I'm doing the best I can with the circumstances that are all around me, however difficult or maybe they're not even difficult for some people, but for me, maybe that's my difficult moment. But I'm doing a good job and I'm not letting them overwhelm me. I'm not letting them overcome me. I'm knowing who I am and and I'm able to hear God and, and trust Him in that place. Then you know what? I can honestly say, hey, Cindy, you're doing a good job here. Keep on. This is just a tough time. And I can be a little easier on myself knowing that truly I am being resilient. I am capable of of eventually all this coming back into shape and into position. And I can rest in the midst of the chaos. I will be able to recover and, and it'll happen a lot faster you know, I can have the toughest of times, the worst, uh, the worst scenarios that can pop out and that can hit me, and I can bounce back. I can leap forward. I can spring back from being knocked down. It kind of reminds me of weebles wobbles, but they don't fall down. Well, I can be that weeble that's wobbling, but I don't fall down. But I also have to be honest in another situation. That's if I am letting myself settle for less than who I really am. If I'm being overwhelmed in the midst of warfare, in the midst of the struggle, in the in the midst of the transition, in the midst of the change, there's nothing wrong again in that first position because we have tough times that hit us. However, there's a slight difference. When I am being in agreement with overwhelm, I'm being in agreement with overcome. When that is where I'm letting myself go, then I tend to spiral. How about you? Do you? I do. And the minute I do that, that's where I tend to get afraid. I get panicky. I get to the point where I'm hopping over into dysfunction, where I'm becoming a victim of something. It's where I I step out of my radical, my empowered, my strong, my powerful me. It's where I, I fail to take responsibility for my own hesitancy that is not because I'm being wise. There's this, there's a fine line there. You know what I'm saying? 
But it's the hesitancy because I'm afraid. It's the hesitancy because I'm, I'm truly trembling under the changes and the transition. How resilient are you? Do you bounce back quickly? Or is it because you have to? <laughs> is it because you want to? Or does gravity have to finish the job? That's what my coach asked me a while back. Is it, is it because, man, I got resilient because I hit rock bottom and I, there was no way to go but up? Yeah. But how many times have I been stuck at rock bottom a little too long? That's what I'm talking about. That's the difference. So, what is your get back up rhythm? What is your leaping rhythm? What is the rhythm to you springing back? What does it take for you to get back up again? Years ago, I remember the kids sharing with me this song and I will never forget it. It has, it's actually on my, um, my playlist that I have for running. And it's called Dare You to Move. And it's by Switchfoot. You guys, I love this song. If you haven't heard it, or you, even if you haven't heard it in a while, hop over and check it out. Because it is just so, so, so powerful. But this would be what I would wish for you today, is I would dare you to move. It says in the lyrics, and that definitely look this up and give them your business. But it says, welcome to the planet. Welcome to existence. Everyone's here. Everyone's here. Everyone's watching you now. Everyone waits for you now. What happens next? What happens next? And the chorus says, I dare you to move. I dare you to move. I dare you to lift yourself up off the floor. I dare you to move. I dare you to move. Like today never happened. Like today never happened before. It says, welcome to the fallout. Welcome to resistance. The tension is here. Tension is here. Because who you are and who you could be between how it is and how it should be. Yeah. And then it goes back to the chorus. I dare you to move. I dare you to move. I dare you to lift yourself up off the floor. I dare you to move. I dare you to move like today never happened. Like today never happened. Then there's a little bridge. It says, maybe redemption has stories to tell. Maybe forgiveness is right where you fail. Where could you run to escape from yourself? Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Salvation is here. And then it goes back into the chorus. I dare you to move. I dare you to move. I dare you to lift yourself up, to lift yourself up off of the floor. I dare you to move. I dare you to move like today never happened. Today never happened. Today never happened. Today never happened before. This is what I'm talking about. I dare you to move, my sweet friends. I know that there is resistance many times instead of resilience. I know that there's a place where we feel like, goodness, everybody has seen us trip and fall. And 
we're so humiliated, we're so ashamed, or we're so feeling like we we could how, how could we have fallen? How could we have failed? How could we have have messed up? Or how could this or that have happened to us? I get that. I totally get it. Again, I dare you to move in those moments because that's where the difference is. That's where your strength is. Yes, I love that ver- that little verse that said, welcome to the fallout. <laughs> welcome to resistance. That's where the tension is. You know, and it's that tension between who you are and who you could be. You know, who you are today is, according to one of my sweet coaches, Heather Peterson, where you are today is a result of decisions that were made a year ago or six months ago. But who you are going to be or who you could be is all about the decisions you're making today. It's all about what you are doing today as your next step. So yeah, there is a tension there between who you are and who you could be. There's a tension between how it is right now and how it should be. But can I assure you, you are never going to be where you are today again. So that is where I personally dare you to get up Get up off the floor, get up out of the mess, and just take the step that is your next step. Because that is where redemption is. That's where forgiveness is of others or of yourself. Or many times, I think some of us have to even forgive God for letting things like that happen. Because you know that so many things that happen in our life, He has said, okay. This, I know that she can handle this, or I know that he can handle this. And you know it's gone through his tender hands. And I know sometimes I've had to just say, God, I have to forgive you because I'm mad. You had control to stop some of this. And yet, because he is such a loving father who loves us, and because he's holy, because he's awesome, he gives all of us choices. He he, there are certain things that he's bound because of his holiness. And then there's other things that he just is so, he knows we've got this. He knows what will happen on the other side of whatever that thing may be. Maybe it's a disappointment in a relationship that he allows for you to go through that situation. I think about my divorce and I was so mad that God didn't just zap my ex-husband and say, yes, you have to stay married. Don't do this. This is not the right thing to do. I I was willing and I wanted to stay married, but I was like mad that God didn't intervene when I asked him to. And yet now, what is this, eight years later, I'm not saying I can see it all, but I see a lot more clearly. That God was protecting me. That he didn't allow this because he was rejecting me or because the other person was rejecting me. He allowed it because he was protecting me from so much more. And because he had so much more for me. So maybe in the words of Switchfoot, maybe forgiveness is right where we fail. And we can't even escape from ourselves So what do we do in those situations? I believe this is part of our salvation. It's just like they said, salvation is here. Salvation. God, he didn't just give us a fire insurance policy out of hell. 
when he saved us, he entered into relationship with us. He's in us. He's with us. He never will leave us or forsake us. So this is part of our salvation. It is here and now and eternal. So this is that space where I ask you, can you move again? I dare you to. I dare you to pick yourself back up. I dare you to dare to go for it again. Are there beliefs, fears, and insecurities that have kept you down for far too long? What about in business? Maybe something didn't work. Are you resilient? Are you letting the failures and the, and the disappointments be the ones telling the story? You know, I had a boss and he was on a show um, a few months ago. Um, Just look up the interview. It was, um, we talked about SEO. We talked about business. It was such a great interview with Tyler Krause. You can see that in our archives. Just look in our show notes. I will link it there. But Tyler and I were talking about failing forward. That is one of the values he he has determined is a a must inside of his business. It's part of the culture that he's providing in his business, but it's also part of what he's looking for as far as values of his employees and even his clients. When I think about that, I have to think about the fact that I myself have to embrace failure as much as I embrace success. Well, actually more. Because you know what? Success, we may not even ever, we may not even fully see all of success. It may be that we have to realize that the step today is a step of success. But it also may be, mean that we look at the tripping up today as a step of success. Why do I say that? Because even if it is failure, we're failing forward. We're not failing backwards because we have a setback or we have something that didn't work. That's actually an affirmation and it gets us one step closer to the success that is on the other side. If we can have that mindset, that that is part of an entrepreneurial mindset. And if we could have that mindset... In the midst of whatever hits us, if it's a business thing that didn't work so good, well, hey, that's one thing that just didn't work. Or maybe it's something that stops working. Maybe it's run its season. Maybe the way that this is going to be going forward is going to have to look a little bit different. Are we willing to make the changes? Because you see, that's resilience. And can I say, you could have the most successful background in the world. I have been so blessed with success that there's times success is why I'm stuck. Because I like that. You know, the Bible says that God has set eternity into our hearts. I can't help but to believe that that very eternity that's set in our hearts, that gives us a desire for eternity and and gives us a hope and a vision, That same thing set into our heart, but mixed with our flesh, gets us in a really stuck place at times. 
because maybe we so like where we are, or maybe we really enjoy the success that we've achieved by having this box checked off, and that box checked off, and that box checked off, that we get so content there that we fail to keep on dreaming. We fail to keep on looking at the next thing that God has for us. We fail to get to looking at the desires, the plans, the vision that He has for our future future. And guess what? We get stuck. Oh yeah. And we're resistant to change. We're resistant to growth. We're we're resistant to dreaming bigger. We're resistant to taking those steps and leaping to the next place. In other words, we stop being resilient. We stop. We stop growing, expanding, changing. Oh my goodness. And when we do, it's not like we stay at the summit of our success. Actually, that's where we slip backwards instead of moving forward. That's not God's plan for us. You know, through the years, God has spoke to me about letting go of things. And many things we gladly would want to let go of, you know, like disappointments Unmet expectations, pain, heartache, disappointments, despair, depression, you know, all that stuff. We would let go of all those things. We would even, you know, pretty much gladly want to let go. Maybe it's a little harder, but we would want to let go of the unforgiveness that we carry at times. We would want to let go of the anger, the frustrations. All of that. But here's where I believe I personally struggle is letting go of the things that I love, the sweet memories that I have to say. I'm not saying I don't remember, but what I'm saying is that that's not today's success. It's not tomorrow's success. And it's easy for me when I get into that place where I won't let go of the successes where I won't let go of the sweet, sweet moments and the sweet, sweet memories. That's where I don't tend to grasp on to everything that Christ Jesus died to give us, give me. That is where I don't tend to grasp on to everything Christ died to give me. Oh, so today I ask you, are you resilient? Or are you stuck? Are, are you going for all the things that God has planned for you? Because can I just tell you, it is so good. He's got so much good for you. In fact, I want to take you to Jeremiah 29. I know you are probably familiar with it. But I want to read it from a couple of versions because I believe that somebody needs to hear this afresh today. It says in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace, not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Now, I want to I read it to you from another version. This is so good. It's in the message. It says it this way. It says, 
I'll show up and take care of you as I promised and bring you back home. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you and not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. Can I just remind you today that those things that you dare to hope for, and maybe even some you haven't dared to hope for, those things are the things God is working out for you. But He cannot do it for us alone. I believe that part of this is He wants us to hope for things. He wants for us to dream for things. He wants for us to delight and dare to ask Him for the things we delight in. Let me share a passage that it's one of my favorites. This actually comes from Psalm 37, and it's in the Passion Translation. Man, the whole this whole uh, chapter is amazing in the Passion Translation. And as a matter of fact, I challenge you to read it in the Passion. But this is what I want to read to you in particular about what I'm talking about right now. Starting in verse 3, it says, Keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in His eyes. Fix your heart on the promises of God and you will dwell in the land, feasting on His faithfulness. Find your delight and true pleasure in Yahweh and He will give you what you desire the most. Listen to this. Give God the right to direct your life. And as you trust him all along the way, you will find that he pulled it off perfectly. My sweet friends, he wants for us to dare to delight. And those delights, he does not say, well, the delights and the desires that you have. Uh, no, I'm, I'm a joy killer. No, because he's not. He himself, he wants for you to have delights. He wants for you to have desires. And so he says here to find your delight and your true pleasure in him. And he's going to give you what you desire the most. Yes, he delights in that. And guess what? You can delight in him while he delights in giving you what you desire the most. But you've got a desire. You've got an action in this to take. So today, I ask you, are you resilient? Are you bouncing back? Are you daring to move? Are you daring to get back up? Are you daring to dream again? Are you going for everything that God has planned for you? Can I tell you that it is so, 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 so good? Oh, my friend, it is. Listen to what he says in Ephesians. By the way, Ephesians is another whole book of the Bible that I challenge you to read in the Passion Translation. It is so, so good. I want to share what it says here, starting in Ephesians 1, verse 11. It says, Through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. Stop just a moment. Do you know that you are the inheritance that God is giddy excited that he has got? That he's been waiting for you, for your life to be in relationship with you? That's his inheritance. Think about that for a moment. Is that good? Of course, that's good. But listen to this. Before we were even born, he gave us our destiny. 
that we would fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. God's purpose for you was before creation, my friend, his plans for you were before creation. Soak that in. Before you were even born, you had a destiny, a destiny to fulfill. How does that change everything? To me, it changes everything. I love this. You know, here here's the most beautiful thing. It says, it talks about the Holy Spirit and how he comes. In verse 14, it says that the Holy Spirit's given to us like an engagement ring as the first installment of what is coming. He is our hope, promise of a future inheritance for us too, which seals us until we have all of redemption's promises and experience complete freedom, all for the supreme glory and honor of God. Oh, my sweet friends, this is the beauty of what God has for us. He's given you everything you need to be a success. Now, yes, we're going to have times where tough times come. Yes, there's going to be times where along the journey, our life is just as foggy to us as the deepest, thickest fog at night when you're trying to drive. Have you ever had that that kind of experience? There's going to be times where we hit life's journey and we hit roads along life's journey where it's hard to see and it's hard to be able to know, hey, are we even on the right path? Are we going the right direction? There are times where I believe we're going to have weeds in the way and we're going to have even times where some of us who are forerunners and and who are pioneers where we are going to literally be having to listen where God tells us to take our steps because there isn't a path there. And I know that's scary for us because I know I deal with it. But what I can know here is that God is not leaving us alone. First of all, He is with us. The Holy Spirit is leading, guiding, directing us so that we don't take missteps, so that we make sure we fulfill the destiny that God has for us. So today, I want to ask you, will you dare to be resilient? Will you dare to get back up? Will you dare to move like today never happened? Will you dare to do that? Will you dare to dream again? Will you dare to get unstuck and get moving towards your goals, your resolutions, your dreams, your your calling, your life purpose? Yeah, today is the day. Today is the day. It's the day to get past all the busy. It's the day to get past overthinking. It's the day to get past take, not taking action. It's the day to get past being literally paralyzed. It's the day to get past those fears, those insecurities, that, that struggle with worth and value. It's the day to get past that discouragement It's the day to give up on giving up. (laughs) It's the day to stop procrastinating. It's the day to dare to make the most of every single moment you have. It's the day to get past 
the mess of get past the crisis, get past the stress. It's the day to get past all of the busy. It's the day for you to get back up and get moving. It's the day to get moving toward the promise and the calling that God has given you. It's time for you to possess all your promise. You've been around this mountain long enough, so it is time to move. So get a vision. Get ready to cross over. Be strong. Be courageous. And get everything ready right this moment so you can get going and possess your promise. Let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for today. And I thank you that you're calling us resilient. We may have not felt it. We may have felt stuck. We may have identified with stuck and knocked down, frustrated, overcome, overwhelmed. But right now, I hear you calling us into who we really are. You say that we are victorious. You say that we are more than conquerors. You say that we have a destiny. Oh, Lord, help us see it. Lord, help us to just dare to get back up. Help us that even when we can't see clearly where our foot's going to land, that we will just lift our foot up and take that step knowing that you got us, Lord. And Lord, where we feel that that we are maybe out there in the deepest of oceans, Lord, I just thank you that you always make a way and you don't leave us. You don't forsake us. Oh, our Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are with us, teaching us and showing us and telling us exactly where to take the steps, even when there's not a path there. I thank you for that. And Lord, I just pray that you will just bless us this week. Lord, that we will have breakthroughs in areas that that are just clearly breakthroughs that come only by you. Lord, you are One of your names is that you are the Lord of the breakthrough. And Lord, I ask you to just send a breaking anointing upon each and every business, upon each and every situation. I pray that this time next week when we come back for this show, Lord, that you will have done some breaking through. And Lord, I ask you just to give us courage that if it's a step that needs to be taken, Lord, and it's so scary. We're afraid of what our steps are looking like. Lord, that we can have absolute confidence knowing that when we take the step you tell us to take, that we're going to step in places that are good places. Because you have a good plan. A plan that is going to give us hope. It's going to give us the future that we hope for. And God, we can trust you. And Lord, I just thank you that you are such a trustworthy God, that you are with us each and every step along the way. We praise you. We magnify you. We lift you on high. Today, we glorify you. And we pray that everything we say, everything we touch, everything that we do will be a glory and an honor to you. For it's in Jesus' beautiful name, I pray, Lord. Amen. Well, you guys, thanks for joining me for today's show. Don't forget, um, if you want to see the show notes, they are right here. In if, you, if you're hearing me through your app, they're right there in the app. If you're listening on Facebook, well, hey, it's okay there too, because you can go 
go to the link that I share there and you can go and access the show notes right there at the website. If you're listening on YouTube, it's okay. Right there in the description, I have all of the information there as well. I'm so happy that you are a part of my show and I am so happy that you join me every week. I don't take that for granted. It means the world to me. And so do me a favor. Why not just share me today with a friend? If you know someone who is struggling this week, who needs just a word of encouragement, who maybe is struggling with being stuck or maybe feeling paralyzed or maybe feeling overwhelmed, why not share this podcast with them this week? I would love for them to be ministered to, and it would be the greatest honor for you to do that. And so do that today. You can, of course, share it right here through however you're listening to it. If you're listening to it through iTunes or your favorite podcast app, then just share the link. You can you can share your podcast from there with your friends. Or if you're listening at YouTube, go ahead share me. You can share me even on your wall at Facebook or on your social media. Thank you for doing that ahead of time. I do believe that this message is not just for Cindy. I do believe it's for others as well. And so thanks for sharing me. Well, you guys, I hope you have an amazing week. I appreciate you. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad to be a part of your life, your journey. And I am thankful that you give me the privilege of being a part of what God is doing in and through you as well. So you guys, I will look forward to seeing you again next week. Don't forget, tune in right here, same place, same time next week. I'll see you then. Bye. And that's a wrap for The Cindy Rushton Show. We will be back next week for another awesome show. If you can't wait until then, check out other great episodes and our show notes online at our website, cindyrushton.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our show at any of your favorite podcast services so you don't miss even one episode.